Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 85 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Knights. Let's begin. So, Last week, we began our exploration of the court cards. And as I mentioned before, the court cards are often considered one of the most difficult parts of the tarot deck to master. It takes time to get the hang of them, so please be patient and keep practicing. That's the only way to get comfortable with them. And by the way, even a salty old tarot dog sometimes get discombobulated with them too. Because, you know, interpretation is never a perfect science. We're human. We get them wrong once in a while too. Sometimes more often than just once in a while. All right, a brief reminder. The court cards can symbolize people that may be influencing the situation, the energy that you're channeling or need to be channeling at the time of the reading, and also things such as beginnings, news, or actions that might be happening or need to happen. Always remember, the context of the question will give you a clue as to what that court card is all about. All right, let's get on with the knights. So what are the knights all about? Well, in traditional tarot interpretation, the knights symbolize young males. But knights also symbolize action or movement. Now, remember, our pages are the seeds or ideas, and the knights are the actions taken or necessary in order for that seed or idea to grow. Because the energy of knights are masculine, it's really easy to get caught up in assuming that it's a male in a reading. Now, I prefer to be a bit more gender neutral because any one of us at any time might be carrying a male or female shield. For example, a woman starting off on a grand adventure walking uh, across the country with her backpack might identify with the Knight of Wands. So always keep that in mind so that you don't get too hung up on the gender part. You know, in the old tarot days, people stuck to them rigidly, but most modern tarot readers know that we all carry that male and female energy within ourselves, and, well, different scenarios require different approaches. Anyhow, I hope that makes sense. So the elements can give clues as to what characteristics might be present in each night. The wands symbolize the fire element, which means that the energy is fiery, passionate, and enthusiastic. The Knight of Wands, therefore, can symbolize someone who is adventurous and loves to be on the go, oftentimes chasing after their passions. They are physical people and quite active. Now, in 78 Degrees of Wisdom, Rachel Pollack has this to say about the Knight of Wands. Because fire itself symbolizes movement, the Knight of Wands shows this quality in the extreme. He represents eagerness, action, movement for its own sake, adventure, and travel. Without some grounding influence, all this excitement can dissipate itself as he tries to fly in every direction at once. Allied to a sense of purpose and aided by some air-like influence of planning, the Knight of Wands can provide the energy and self-confidence for great achievement. Well, you guys, I gotta tell you, that. Rachel Pollock never disappoints. That's a mouthful, but it's such a great interpretation of this card. Now, also remember, knights symbolize action, and because they symbolize action, this card can indicate taking action on a creative project. 
or making a bold move towards something or someone that you're passionate about. And if you're adding an astrology element to this, the wands would be Aries and Leo and Sagittarius. So moving right along, let's go to the cups. Cups symbolize the water element, which means the energy is emotional, sensitive, and creative. The Knight of Cups can indicate a dreamy, imaginative, romantic, and sensitive person. This is the romantic hero who sweeps you off your feet, or the dreamer that brings a creative energy to everything they do. This card can also indicate a situation where you need to follow your heart or let your intuition lead the way. And if you're adding an astrology element to it, the cups would be Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. So the swords symbolize the air element, which means the energy is intellectual, changeable, and maybe a bit unpredictable. The Knight of Swords can indicate an individual who is smart as a whip and comes into a situation to stir things up. Now, here's what Rachel Pollock has to say about the Knight of Swords. The young knight whose youth makes him both freer of social responsibility than the king and less tempered by experience than the queen rides directly into the storm, waving his sword in his eagerness to overcome all difficulties. He is brave, skillful, strong, yet he also tends towards wildness, even fanaticism. He recognizes no limits. Now, I got to say, guys, Rachel is the bomb, and that is a pretty great description of this knight, in my opinion. So the Knight of Swords can also indicate a situation where you must take swift and aggressive action. In some cases, I see this as a person who brings excitement or conflict to a situation, or maybe they, um, they stir up a need to fight in order to make a point. Now, if you're adding an astrology element to it, the swords would indicate Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. So our last knight are the pentacles, and pentacles symbolize the earth element, which means the energy is down to earth, grounded, and practical. The knight of pentacles can indicate a sturdy, grounded, and practical young male. He's hardworking and doesn't complain. He can be counted on to get the job done. Uh, of course, remember, it can be a female too, so even though I said male, let's not get hung up on that gender. Uh, one thing to notice about this guy, of all the knights, this is the only one who's standing still. The horse is not in motion. That shows you that the energy is rooted. Now also behind this knight, you're going to notice a plowed field. I see this as hard work has already been done. The groundwork has been laid. What will you plant next is the question. So this card can therefore indicate taking practical actions to create your dream. And if you're adding an astrology element to this, the pentacles would indicate Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. Now, in traditional tarot, when looking at physical descriptions of the courts, the rules were this. Wands were red or fair hair with green or blue eyes. Cups were light hair with blue or hazel eyes. Swords were brown or black hair with brown eyes. Also, in some cases, I've seen this as white hair, particularly with the king or queen. And pentacles were dark hair, dark eyes, and dark skin. Now, like I said in the last episode on the pages, I don't go with these descriptions too faithfully because I think they're limiting and they hearken back to a time when tarot wasn't very inclusive. 
As always, I prefer to work with the energy of the suits rather than the physical descriptions. But, you know, I always like to add this stuff in there anyways, because you may or may not find this to be something that you like to work with. All right, some tarot sizes. And these are things that I love to do to understand the courts. You, first of all, we want to find a way to relate them to the people in your life or maybe famous people. You know, for example, you might see the Knight of Wands as your feisty younger sibling or Maybe you'll connect it to an exciting leading man such as Tom Hardy. By the way, I love Tom Hardy. If you're listening to this podcast, Tom Hardy, I love you. <laughs> anyway, another fun tarot size would be to embody the characteristics of each knight. For example, one day you might go into the Knight of Cups mode and make a romantic gesture towards your partner. Later, you might also see yourself as the Knight of Swords if you're engaged in a hot political debate. See where you might be each of the nights and have fun with that. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. You can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening and have a beautiful day. And hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, take a moment and leave a kind review on iTunes. That will help more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. So, of course, I want to finish off by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take, you're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>